Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for July 13, 2011, and here's the latest update of what's going on in the auto industry today. The Obama administration's proposal to increase the average fuel economy for cars and trucks to 56.2 miles per gallon is not going over very well with automakers, and the proposal has the UAW concerned as well. According to the Detroit News, representatives from GM, Ford, and Chrysler met with the union to discuss the administration's proposal. The UAW is concerned about the impact it could have on jobs because the rule will hurt larger vehicles like trucks and SUVs. While the president may not be as concerned over automakers' objections to the rule, I bet he will listen to the UAW, especially when it comes to jobs. And as we reported yesterday, the UAW is interested in organizing VW's new plant in Tennessee. And today, the Detroit News reports that the union is meeting with Volkswagen labor representatives to understand the system of labor representation at VW. Those reps are elected by the staff, but they need not necessarily be part of a union. UAW President Bob King wants to organize one of the transplants in the U.S. this year, and VW seems like a good target because the German automaker has a history of working with labor unions in Germany. Hey, interesting tidbit here on how Toyota is organizing itself. Many people don't know that Toyota actually has two separate car companies making vehicles for it. They're called the Kanto Auto Works and Toyota Auto Body. Kanto makes vehicles such as the Toyota Crown and the Ractus, mainly for the Japanese market. Toyota Auto Body makes vehicles such as the Prius and the commercial van, the Hi-Ace. While these companies have always been part of the Toyota Group, they were run as standalone operations. With the latest reorganization, they will become wholly owned subsidiaries. And Toyota is doing this because it wants to build 3 million vehicles a year in Japan. But with the strong yen, it's trying to find new efficiencies that will cut cost. Yesterday, we reported that car sales in Beijing are down 60% because of the rules the city implemented to restrict car sales. And you know what? Now another city in China is doing the same thing. The city of Guiyang in southern China will issue new license plates only through a lottery system, just like Beijing. And they're doing this because the city expects its massive traffic jams to only get worse. The city had 616,000 cars at the end of last year. Guess what? In addition to being an outstanding small car, the BMW 1 Series doubles as a musical instrument. And no, this secondary function does not involve removing the mufflers. BMW teamed up with Munich artists Jonas Imbury and Mirko Borsch to craft a music video using only sounds made by the car. The best part is, it's not obvious the sounds in the video are car-related at all. The artists avoided the obvious trunk slamming and engine revving, instead splicing together a myriad of button clips, switch flips, and electric motor whirring to create a techno-esque beat. But enough of my yakking, here's a sample for yourself.
Speaking of songs, you know that old song? Old MacDonald had a farm. He had some cows and ducks too, but it's unlikely he ever drove a BMW through his cornfields. The Los Angeles Times reports that a growing number of luxury car owners who live closer to skyscrapers than grain elevators are illegally insuring their cars as farm equipment to take advantage of lower rates meant for vehicles that rarely leave the family farm. According to a study by the insurance consultant Quality Planning, as much as 8% of the 80,000 vehicles insured as farm equipment may not be down on the farm after all. One example from the study showed that a would-be farmer in Brooklyn saved $390 a year by insuring his Audi A4 as farm equipment. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. MJB saw our report on young people in the U.S. preferring imports over domestic brands and says, this has been the trend for the past couple of decades. Ever since those of us my age started picking up on how unreliable our folks' domestic autos used to be. Gonna take a little while for that tie to public sentiment to shift the other way, but it will eventually. I don't know, MJB. I think the young people we're talking about have parents who mostly drove imports. Jim also weighed in on the issue, noting that Scion, Mitsubishi, and Mazda are three of the brands favored by young buyers. He says, this poll I don't get because Mitsu and Scion are in the basement of sales and Mazda hasn't been too good either. Maybe the poll was for young buyers with no money and showed lack of brains. Jim, not a lot of 18 to 27 year olds have the money to buy a new car. So while you're right, sales at those brands are low, every automaker would love to capture buyers that young and try to keep them forever. Remember, a typical new car customer will spend close to $120,000 on cars over his or her lifetime. We also heard quite a bit from you on our story that the UAW wants to organize Volkswagen's plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Len Simpson says, if United Auto Wreckers get in at Chattanooga, I will not buy the new TDI bug I greatly admire. I was IAM for 18 years. Watch them destroy three airlines. And Lena is, of course, referring to the International Airline Machinist Union. But I'd point out one thing, Len. The bug is made in Mexico and put together by unionized Mexican workers. And D-Cars weighs in on this issue, too, saying, It's only fair that if our manufacturers are required to have the German unions, VW should get our auto unions here. You know, D-Cars, when you say auto union, I think of one of the great German brands from the past. When it comes to the 56.2 mile per gallon fuel economy standard being floated by the Obama administration, Pedro Fernandez points out the most obvious fact. Just how do the feds expect those lofty MPG numbers to be achieved when even hybrids don't get there? Poppycock, I tell you. Great point, Pedro. There are currently only two cars that meet that standard, the Volt and the Leaf. Now, who believes that the entire fleet of new cars is going to switch over to electric in the next decade? If this number does become law, I think it could be the first time that the government will be forced to backtrack on a fuel economy standard when it turns out to be impossible to meet. 
Not technologically impossible, but impossible from an investment, tooling, and selling standpoint. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night when my guest on AutoLine After Hours is Jack Telnack, the former vice president of design at the Ford Motor Company. That will be a fun show. And thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.